You're listening to Hearing the Voice of God, a podcast that explores the many ways God speaks. Hi, I'm Haley Elizabeth. And I'm Brooke Nicole. Okay, guys, so this month we are talking about silence and solitude. We just thought it was a good way, a good a good transition out of this time of quarantine that we've all been experiencing. And so we're going to let Brooke share a little bit of her experience, how God has been talking to her in silence and solitude or through it or how he's calling her to silence. So Brooke. So obviously during quarantine, things were crazy. I think I'm not the only one that felt that way. I think the whole world went into a shock. Um, and for me, something that the Lord kept speaking into me and into my life was that at the time and still to today was Psalms 4610 and it's be still and know that I am the Lord. I did not know at all what that meant. I did not at all understand what he was calling me to do. Um, and I was like, okay, God, teach me what you're trying to show me, show me what you're trying to teach me. And from there. I really started to learn about silence and solitude. And also you kind of had to because <laughs> that's what the world was doing. But, yeah. So did he, was the, the start of like your teaching of silence and solitude, did it start with quarantine or did it start with this verse or what What, what came first? Quarantine came first. Okay. Um, so I am a person who very much has anxiety. I've d- dealt with it my whole life and... During this time, I was anxious. I live in a different country, far away from my parents, and borders were shutting down. People were going home, and the Lord told me to stay. And I was like, all right, um, for what reason? And in that time of me being super, super anxious, because I had no clue what was coming, I had no control of what could happen, and I still don't have control of what happened, will happen but the Lord was telling me to be still and know that he is the Lord and for me he was saying like I'm going to take care of it you don't have to and so during the quarantine he was really speaking that into me and at the time I didn't realize it was a command it wasn't a I'm asking you to be still hey maybe you feel (laughs) like it (laughs) yeah and so it was he was commanding me to And in that, I was like, okay, what does this mean? Be still. Okay, I have my time with the Lord every day. We talk, and I'm good. But no, I was realizing too in that, that I was the one talking. I was Mm -hmm. the one that was like, okay, God, this is like what's going on in my life. I'm super anxious, and I wasn't turning off my brain. I can't turn off my brain. But in this, I had to learn. It's not about me. It's, he's not asking me to just be still for a moment. He's commanding me to do it. He's teaching me discipline in all of it. And he's telling me to focus on him and that he will take care of it. And so for me, that was just like to my brain. Because I was like, how do I shut it off? Because I still can't some days. Some days I wake up and my brain's running at a thousand times speed. And I'm just like, okay, I don't know how to do this. And so for me, I had to take a step back and really, really focus on, okay, in the silence. Okay, let's start with not being around anyone when doing your quiet time. 
Okay. I Real quick, can you explain what a quiet time is? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, so. <laughs> For those of us who aren't really sure. Okay, so if you've never experienced quiet time, it's a time that's quiet, obviously. <laughs> Good start. Um, <laughs> and you just take an hour out of your day to sit with the Lord. Now, it doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be this grand amount of time, but it's just a time in the word of the Lord, and it's also a time just set apart to pray and set apart to, to really initiate your day or close your day or whenever you'd like to do it. So that's what... So it's a time specifically like devotion, it's a, Yeah, it's a time prayer. set apart. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, okay someone I've, I've never... We've talked about this before is I've never really experienced anxiety. Mm -hmm. I don't know... I... I can try to relate and empathize, but I can't like fully understand because it's never been something that's a part of my life. Mm -hmm. So try and ex can you try and explain to me like, not necessarily anxiety itself, but like how how hard is it to quiet your thoughts? Like what does that look like? How do you how do you even start if it's something that your thoughts all the time are are racing? Like how do you how do you even begin to be quiet? Because even those of us who don't struggle with anxiety, mm -hmm. there's a lot going on in life and. We have all these, all these things, work, friends, family, that our thoughts can go to so easily. So this is something that the Lord is really trying to speak to me on still um, because it is really hard to silence my brain, especially with, for me, anxiety varies for each person, but for me, um, my anxiety, I really like to be in control. And so... For me, when I am thinking, I'm like thinking of methods of how to be in control. <laughs> how to um, take care of everything. <laughs> how to take care of like the whole world and like I can't do that. But um, It's a noble conquest. <laughs> thank you, thank you. One day at a time. Um, so for me, I really had to learn how to shut off my mouth first because I thought, okay, well, spending time with the Lord, I just need to pray and like read his word. And so I had to stop talking altogether, like stop talking in my brain, even um, stop thinking, which is really, really hard. And so what I would do is I would focus on we have a fan, obviously, in our room and it clicks like. And I don't know why, but for me, that helped. So like a, a white noise almost like helped me. Like, not to be so focused on the click, but to kind of withdraw my thinking and surrounding it around something else because I am thinking about so much. So a lot of the times it'll be so much, but it'll be like one big topic. So if I think, okay, well, like, let's count how many times the clicking is. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it takes my focus off of, like, the big thing that's going on and it focuses me, it focuses me on something small, which then eventually I'll just start to zone out and just be able to sit in the silence. So, like, I have to silence myself, like, literally in all aspects. And I can't be around anyone because I get distracted, like, like a, like a dog, I don't know. But, yeah. So for you, it's finding a quiet place, finding mm -hmm. a space away from other people. Yeah. And then finding something to anger yourself to rather than everything yeah. you're thinking about, but finding, like, a sound is it always a sound or is it going to be something else that you can like so now that I'm kind of getting used to it it's no longer a sound I can now well most of the days um 
let's be humble about this. <laughs> um, most of the days I can kind of just like zone it out. I first pray. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, God, I want to be in silence with you. I want you to be able to have the ability to move. Because when we are focusing on ourselves, focusing on our problems, we're not allowing him to move. We're not allowing him to first come into our storm and let it be still. Mm. So for me, I've had to learn, okay, what can I focus on? That's not focusing, focusing, but like that's going to be able to shut me off. So like if I'm outside, like here it's always windy. Not windy, windy, but like there's always a breeze, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, like, even if I just, like, focus on, like, the breeze that's, like, brushing across or, like, you know? And so, for me, it's just little things. But I want to emphasize, like, don't focus on that little thing the whole time. Because if you're sitting there, like, oh, how many times is it clicking? And then that's what you start thinking about for the next hour. You're still not in silence. Yeah, you're still not in silence. So you have to turn it off that, too. Mm -hmm. But for me, that's what helps is, like, focusing on something small and then withdrawing from it. So it's like a turning point. It's like something yeah. that, like, it's a transition into the silence. Yes, a transition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so talk to me a little bit more. You said that God's talking to you through the Psalms. Yeah. Um, Be still and know that I'm God and how it's, how it's a command. So talk to me a little bit more about, like, what that is as a command. So he's not just suggesting that we sit. Like, yeah. he's actually, like, do this. Yeah. And it's not just be still. It's also no. Like, there's two commands in this song. Can you talk to me a little bit more about that? Okay, so as someone who has anxiety and someone who also struggles with, like, ADD, being still is not my forte. Um, And so for me, I was always like, okay, well, I'll fidget or, like, I'll bend the pages of my Bible back and forth. Like, stupid stuff. Like, stuff that are so, like, small. Even in life, even in my way of thinking, Like, I'm constantly like, okay, well, like, what's next? Okay, like, how can I take care of this? What's what's there? Mm -hmm. And so for me, God was commanding me to literally be still. Be still in the sense, I had to stay here during quarantine. Be Be still in the sense of, I have to learn how to be in your presence without me speaking. Because it's scary. It's scary hearing the voice of God. It's scary having him reveal things to you about your life that you've never wanted to know. It's scary knowing what he knows. Mm. Being able to be in his presence, it's kind of scary, but it's so good. And he calls me to be still, to be able to let him grow me in that aspect. Because if I'm still, I'm allowing him to work. If I'm being still, I'm allowing him to let me be reminded that he is God. And for me, like, that's something I struggle with daily because I don't want to know certain things. I don't want him to be in control of every aspect of my life, which is unfortunate because he is. But I, you have to know. He's not calling you to it. He's not suggesting it like you said. He's commanding us to know that he is the God and that he's going to be taking over and that it's okay for us to be still. It's okay for us to let go. That's what it what it meant to me it's like a surrender yeah it's like sitting there when you're in silence you're like well I can't do anything and it's kind of recognizing that you can't do anything if you're going to be still like nothing's happening you're not doing anything you're not influencing anyone you're not commanding like if you're not praying and saying hey God I need this it's like 
okay, mm-hmm. God. And then you have to like, not only is it letting go, like surrendering for us, then it's also acknowledging that he's the one in control and not us. Yeah. I love that. I love how you just explained that. <laughs> Thanks. I think it, silence and solitude, being still and knowing, being a Christian is all about discipline. If you can't discipline yourself to turn off your brain, if you can't discipline yourself to read your Bible every day, you're never going to be able to achieve what you want in your relationship with the Lord. And if you're not willing to sit in the stillness, sit in the scariness, and be disciplined in that area, you're never going to be able to grow from it. Yesterday I was talking to someone about something that had happened, and... They were just praying over me that, like, I will be able to grow from the experiences that have happened, things that have happened. And they were like, if it wasn't for the stillness, if it wasn't for me listening to the Lord, and instead going through my head over and over and trying to deal with it myself, because we can't, we're humans, we can't deal with this weight ourselves. If it wasn't for the stillness, I wouldn't know. And I wouldn't be able to know who God is more. I wouldn't be able to to be in his, his presence more. And I wouldn't be able to grow as a person. Because I would be stuck. I'd be stuck. And, like, I would... I just wouldn't be able to be where I'm, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Because there would have been a barrier. And there's been a barrier. So, like, the fact that the Lord's taking it down through this, like through the silence and through his solitude is really what's helping. It's helping. Yeah, I think something that is kind of like a misconception in our world is that in silence, like nothing happens. Yeah. Or in silence, like it's wasted time. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is that you're finding, you're finding healing, you're yeah. finding strength, you're finding more of a relationship and like you're becoming more of yourself as yeah. you... As you sit in that silence, would that does that feel true? Yeah, oh, for sure. For many years, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but for many years I felt like there was a wall. Like, every time I would try to get, like, closer to the Lord, there would be a wall, and I would get stopped. And I was like, okay, cool, like, let's take down this wall. And it would be something small. And then I would go, I would keep walking towards the Lord, and there would be a wall. And this wall I couldn't take down. Because I just completely shut it out. The one that you just recently ran yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I just completely shut it out. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And I was like, okay, but, like, God, I need you to, like, show me what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I was taking classes with the church. And he, like, our pastor actually brought up, like, what's stopping you from, like, having God work in your life and speak to you? And it, like, gave, like, a list of, like, different things, like, phone, friends, blah, blah, blah. And then the last one was, like, you're talking, not him. And I was, like, oh, Dang. man. <laughs> I was, like, that's me. And, like, I actually spoke about it with the pastor. I was, like, um, yeah, that's definitely what, I, what I'm doing is I'm speaking and not allowing the Lord to speak. Mm-hmm. And so I, I realized then that, like, Work wasn't going to get done with myself unless I let God come in and, like, do it Him. Mm-hmm. Because for a while I was doing it me. And I think that's why Psalms 46.10 is such a verse for me and for many others. 
because I was doing the work, but I was getting tired. Mm-hmm. I was tearing down walls left and right, but I was getting tired. I had to have been still. And, like, I had to have let him come in, show me what was on the wall, show me the mural that I was painting, spray painting, you know, and, like, really let him work and, like, tear that down himself instead of me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I wouldn't, I couldn't do it. I can't do it. Well, thank you for sharing. Brooke, is there anything else that you want to you wanna tell us about how God's been speaking to you in, in this psalm? Okay, so something that the Lord spoke to me that I just remembered is we decide how we're going to carry out our silence and solitude. Mm. And I was like, I didn't, I, I didn't understand that at first. I was like, okay, when I was praying about this subject and whatnot, I was like, okay, like, God, reveal to me what you want. And then when I saw that, like, we are the people who decide, I was like, oh, man, you're right. Because you can either have a silence and solitude where you are silent, but you're still focusing on yourself. You can have a silence Mm -hmm. and solitude where you are silent and you are still and you are alone, but you're focused on your anxiety or whatever's going around around the world. We decide, are you going to put your focus on yourself? Are you going to put your focus on other things? Are you going to put your focus directly on the Lord? Mm -hmm. And so it takes discipline. It takes courage, but it's able to be done. Yeah, that's what I would like oh, to share with us. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. Okay, so saying all of this, your whole story and everything, so moving forward, anyone who's listening to this, like, they've never done, what if I've never done, had a time where I'm silent and by myself? Mm-hmm. What's the, what's my next step? Like, what is something that I, I should start? Like, what is, what's the takeaway that you think you can you can help people out with? My one recommendation is finding a place where you feel secure. Because if you're not comfortable, like, in your, like, home, or if you're not comfortable on the park bench, you're not going to be able to sit in his silence. So Mm -hmm. find a place where you feel secure and you feel safe. And just sit there. Sit there for Mm -hmm. an hour. See what the Lord has to reveal to you. You know, if you can't sit there for an hour, sit there for 30 minutes or 15 and then start reading your Bible or then start going into it. So I recommend finding a place where you're safe, you can feel his presence, that you can see the work he's done around you and just dive into it. Just yeah. just do it. Like, I know that sounds weird. It's not a, an advice, but yeah, just start. Just start. And I feel like also it's important to mention, like, it doesn't, ha- like, you don't have to go and sit, like, your very first time for an hour and be oh, like, oh, yeah, no. Quiet. No, like, no. Thir- start with 30 seconds. Yeah. Start with a minute. And, like, as you train yourself, as you get used to it, because we're so used to having mm-hmm. our brains going all the time, as you get more used to it, like, it's okay. Like, you'll, yeah. you'll get better at it and it'll get, it'll get longer, but you don't have to start huge. Oh, yeah, no. No. But you have to start but you have to start. <laughs> wow, that's good advice. <laughs> okay, sweet. I think that's it from us. Would you like to close us out in prayer? Yes, ma'am. Um, dear God, I just lift up any of the listeners that are here listening to today. God, I pray that you bring peace over them, 
that you bring calmness over them, that with any season that they are in, that you're able to guide them and lead them in a whole new way. Lord, I just pray that they'll be able to experience your silence, your stillness, and your glory, God, that they'll be able to take this command that you are leading us through and that they're being able to be patient and wait in your presence, God, that they'll be able to to learn in your silence, that they'll be able to learn new things about themselves, but they'll also be able to learn new things about you, God, and that just during this time that you will be able to open their mind to more of you, that you open their heart to more of you, that you tear down walls and you build up new things in their life and that you just continue to put uh, all your fruits and all your spirit around them, God. And I just thank you for your, your heart for us. Thank you for being the author that loves us, God. And I just thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for this listener. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, the podcast is over. Thank you guys so much for listening. We release new podcasts every Tuesday. So go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any of those. If you want to hear a little bit more about us, we have a website. You can go check it out at hearingthevoiceofgod.wixsite.com forward slash site. And there you can figure out a little bit more about us as a podcast, about me and Brooke as humans. Um, and there you can also find our social media linked so you don't miss anything. If you like this podcast, go ahead and share us with a friend. Give us a review. Um, we won't really want to reach out as many people as we can, so you could really help us out with that. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. We really look forward to, to seeing you next week.